Okay. Are we ready? Let's do it. Ooh. Like Zoe 101. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I caught that note. I knew. Can we uh, record just a few fresh um, Hannah Montana interludes real quick? Ooh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Sweet niblets. Kristen and I'm Jess and we are Swifties Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. So let's talk about red. So this week, well, today is the 26th of June. Oh yeah. Sorry if you're listening (laughs) to this. Who knows when this is going to come out. (laughs) Sorry if you're listening to this in like October. Right. Oh, if we're okay. Talking to the future. Okay. If we're in October, that means we're very close to November 22nd, which is when red Taylor's version will be released uh, which I'm very excited about. So excited. Um, unless she secretly releases 1989 Taylor's version this summer. <laughs> I'm honestly... It could happen. I, I'm not really... I'm pretending that I'm not holding out hope, but I am. Like, I feel like she's just going to surprise drop it. Yeah. If I'm right about this and you're listening in October of 2021 you- and I was right, <laughs> please send me... PayPal me $50. <laughs> wow. <laughs> For each person. Thank you. <laughs> But yes, so 30, 30 songs on Red, right? Yeah. I mean, Stay, Stay, Stay is 10 minutes long. I mean, <laughs> yes. one of the songs is that's, 10 minutes that's long. That's what we need. No one knows which one. <laughs> so um, how how scared is Jake Gyllenhaal right now? He's on suicide watch. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how <laughs> Fearless Taylor's version came for Joe Jonas? Oh. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Um. And also, since this will be listened to in October, and at this point, it'll already be probably announced. But what? Who do you think that she might collaborate with on this album? I don't know. I want Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, I don't think it'll be her yet. But yeah, but I also I would rather have Phoebe Bridgers on like 1989 for some reason. Mm. I mean, she did do like the song with Lord that was kind of like that same kind of vibe. Yeah, true. I was here for the 1989 Hot Girl Summer. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. Um also okay. November 22nd is the end like aug- um autumn is done. Fall is over. It's like All winter. the leaves are gone. Yes. Almost. Like if it's a fall vibe it needs to be beginning of October. So It's true. Well, I'm sure she had her reasons, but All right, do we let's get into these Let's jump and then fall into these tracks. Yeah. Even though that's not one of the tracks we're talking about today, but you know. So how how did you feel about these tracks as a whole? Um, so at first, like when I first listened to the album, I was like, eh, these songs are meh. Yeah. But then going back through and listening to them deeply, like I actually, this it's a solid stretch of songs. Yeah, I kind of like all these. I enjoyed it. Yeah. They don't hold the same like nostalgia for me, but right, just listening to them now, like, yeah, they're, they're good songs. Yeah, they're really solid. Like there's nothing really to hate about them. Yeah. Except for they're like they're just like a little generic as far as the music goes, but yeah, and even like um, lyrically speaking, I can kind of see why they were not on the album because I feel like there's other songs, not necessarily just on this album, but in the future too, that say these same things but better. 
Yeah, true. So, yeah, I, but yeah, I don't dislike them at all. I, I really like them. So, yeah, me too. Um, so, coming with the rain. Coming with the rain. I mean, that's pretty tropey right off the bat. We got rain right in the title. Yeah, yeah all these songs are very tropey. That's for sure. Oh, these are so <laughs> such a tropey stretch. Um, yeah, I, as far as the song, I couldn't find a whole lot of background information or even like a quote or anything from Taylor about the song. Um, but obviously she wrote this um, with Liz Rose as usual. And she mm-hmm. released it on the platinum version of Fearless, which is the same for all these songs. Um and yeah, I mean, I guess just from, you know, my interpretation of the song, and it's pretty obvious, but it seems like Taylor's tried making this relationship work and is tired of putting forth the effort and Loki wants him to just kind of get his act together and naturally come back to her. I mean, I guess that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really interesting. I feel like it's not necessarily, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. It's it's not really a subject that she covers, like just being done. It's kind of like yeah. apathetic. That's true. Instead of actively hating this guy, just like, if you come back, you come back. If you don't, fine. Yeah. I mean, you don't really get apathetic Taylor a whole lot. So true. That is true. And then when she does try to do apathetic, I forgot that you existed. It kind of backfires. (laughs) (laughs) By the fact that you're singing this tells me that you care. Exactly. (laughs) I love that song. Let me tell you how indifferent I am. (laughs) I'm indifferent. Hey. But subtlety was never Taylor's strong suit. Yeah. Which is fine. We love you. We love you, Tay. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if the song is just her telling a story or if this is based on someone. But yeah, it seems like vague enough mm-hmm. that it might not be about a specific person. But we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really like the the song, just this the instrumentation and like the way she does the melody and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the vocal melody is, yeah. again, like even though the music itself is like kind of boring yeah. or whatever, like that generic intro like kills me every time. <laughs> yeah. But then you get to the vocal melody and you're like, this is great. Yeah. I love it. Especially the chorus. Yes. So good. Uh, wow. Does that really lead us into the... I mean, I guess well, let's just keep on going. <laughs> the lyrics because we don't have... You know, there's no fun facts because there's no fun facts. There's not a lot about this song. There's no non-fun facts either that I could find. Yeah, sometimes we've got fun facts and sometimes we have unfun facts. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really that stands out too much about the lyrics. I feel like we can't talk about the lyrics without talking about the tropes because the, yeah, this they whole really song is like a hand. trope as far <laughs> so as like true. you know her, her the thing she likes to sing about. Yes. Well, before we go too deeply, did you have a favorite line? Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I had a couple, I had like two that I was like kind of deciding between. Not, not that I like was in love with either one of them, but I kind of like yeah. these. But the first one was, I've got you down. I know you by heart and you don't even know where to start. It's yeah. kind of like, hey, I care about you more than you care about me. So I don't oh, know. What was yours? That is sad. I like that. Um, my, just the first lines of the chorus I'll leave my window open because I'm too tired at night to call your name again just like yeah apathetic you know I'm not gonna go looking for you but if you want to come back like here doors open I mean windows open yeah the window (laughs) that's a you have to work a little bit you have to get the ladder but right but I mean if you put forth the effort you can come on in yeah (laughs) either way I mean unless her 
window was on the the first floor, but I'm just going to imagine it's the second floor and he has to like climb up a trellis or something. Definitely. Is that the right word? Trellis. That is a thing. Yeah. It's like the thing the plants grow up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it is the thing that I'm thinking of. The, so, yeah. The other line that I liked, I guess I'll just share it, um, was I could stand up and sing you a song, but I don't want to have to go that far. Yes. But here she is but singing a song. <laughs> She's doing it. Yeah, so that is definitely a trope. Her, you know, kind of breaking the fourth wall, like, yeah, you know, singing a song, writing a song about okay, someone. Okay, that just reminded me not to um, mention Gilmore Girls oh this early, goodness. but <laughs> in the season one finale. Oh, no. <laughs> when Rory is like, you know, and you don't know what to say, but if I could write a song, I would know what to say, standing up for the town troubadour. And oh, yeah. Wow. Real Gilmore Girls vibes. Well, again. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Patterson mentioned Taylor Swift in his latest podcast episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but I mean, he was like, not like, I don't really listen to Taylor Swift, but one of the other girls oh. brought her up and he was like, yeah, I don't know anything about her. Oh, well, we can get you started, Scott. Yeah. Listen to our podcast. We're a little starter pack for how to get into Taylor Swift <laughs> music. Um, so, yes, this is a quite tropey. Um, so, doors and windows are becoming a trope yeah i feel like i never thought about it we could have definitely brought that out earlier because she i think she does mention that a lot yeah but, i did well. not even think about it so but these songs are what reminded me mm -hmm. um laughter mm -hmm. weather specifically rain yeah um i could write a song about you mm -hmm. but i won't except for that i am <laughs> uh wanting to go back waiting for a guy last chances knowing him but he don't know you like you mentioned in your favorite lyric, uh, yeah. screaming his name. I feel like there's a lot of screaming of names. Definitely. Um, love being a game. And then she does repeat the first verse at the end. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Which I've been forgetting to make a note of that because it just happens so much. Yeah, it does. So I don't know if I've missed some. <laughs> Probably. If I have, please don't bother writing in because it's going to keep happening. <laughs> oh, by the way, you can write in to us at swiftiesanonymous at gmail.com. Yes, please. Honestly, if you listen to this podcast, please just write us and just say hi. Yeah, just say That'll hi. That'll like make our day. Yes, because <laughs> we've not received a single email. Shh, don't tell no, them No, wait, that. we have a ton. Also, by the time emails. this is out in October, we will be flooded we with may, emails. Yeah, because we would have said something offensive and it's on Twitter and we're roasted and this podcast has been killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so no music video. You, yeah, there's no music video. It um, was just kind of a... yeah. Uh, none of, of these bonus have, tracks none of these have real official music videos yeah um shoot the secret message oh yeah is won't admit that i wish you'd come back that so. i feel like can also fit with um the other side of the door oh yeah yeah it kind of the songs really are like kind of uh sister songs yeah just true like two sides of the same coin yeah i, I feel like this song was like after a breakup maybe yeah but like other side of the door wasn't that she's like in a relationship i don't know i'm totally speculating i don't know it's anything um what would you rate this um i want to hear your rating first okay <laughs> uh i gave it a five okay i i had 5.5 written down so yeah because i don't i don't dislike it by any means and i don't know why a five seems low but i actually i did heart it on spotify so oh there you go it'll come up on shuffle and i might I will probably listen to it if it were to come up. Yeah, it's 
it's kind of like fresh enough for me. It's not like I've heard it a million times, but it's not true. And so it's not nostalgic either. So I kind of don't really have a, an emotional connection to the song, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still a good song though. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty swifty. It is real swifty. So how high would you rate this? I mean, is it like an eight or nine or not quite that high? Uh, yeah, I would say probably an eight, an eight because there's there's a lot of them, but there's nothing s- like as I mean, I guess rain is pretty mm-hmm. heavy as far as the scale, but it's not like anything too very specific, but still pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I Which think an that's eight fair. is quite high. Like eight open windows mm. out of 10. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or eight. Uh, I don't think there's any other like really specific. Oh, I just thought of another favorite line. Okay. Talk to yourself. Talk to the tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk to the man that put you here. Is that what it? Yeah. yeah. What is? Okay. Is she talking about God? I guess. When she says that and then also talk to the wind, talk to this guy, talk to the man with the reasons why. I I think. I mean, that's that what I interpreted it as. Yeah. So, Interesting. I mean, that's another trope because she does. She sometimes will mention God. Does she? Um, our song. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think she mentions God in another song in this album, but I can't remember what. Oh, I mean, Shane, she says hallelujah like 400 times. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> kind of glossed over that. Okay, let's not spend too much more time roasting change. Yeah, for change. <laughs> Yeah. Superstar. Superstar. This is wrong, but song's interesting. Yeah. I like this song. It's yeah, it's, it's cute. It's definitely cute. It kind of gives me Hey Steven vibes. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I wasn't sure if the song is about Steven. Well, I guess oh. let's just go into the background a little bit and we'll talk about it because um, obviously this track's about her celebrity crush and um, her obsession with this so-called celebrity crush and she understands that she's just another fan of his and will go unnoticed. And I guess she dreams that as we all are. Yeah. (laughs) She dreams that he feels the same way about her, but I don't know. We don't know who it's about. Some fans speculate that it's about Jake Owen since she opened for him in 2006. Hmm. I guess that name sounds familiar, but I really don't know who that is. I don't think country guy. Yeah. I don't know. Is he hot? I don't know. I don't think I give it a, Look at it on the Google here. I think I briefly looked at a picture, but then I immediately forgot. So, uh, he didn't. It's like, oh, okay. I feel like I vaguely oh, remember this, this is. I mean, yeah, but it's like, I mean, he's not my type. It's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> but I could he's see. He's handsome for sure, but yeah. he's. Well, you also have that whole musician hot thing going. Like maybe she, very true. watching him perform, you know, made the crush happen. Also, there's a lot of shirtless pics of him, so maybe it's more about the body. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Um, but there's just a little fun fact that apparently there's a demo version that says, I know you were born in Arkansas. Ar- Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> instead of, I'm invisible and everyone knows who you are. So that leads uh-huh. some fans to think that it's about Joe Nick- Nichols, who is also who is that? another person who is popular hot. in country music. Joe Nichols. American musical artist. Hmm. Yeah. I don't want to roast this man on our pod. Oh, no. I, I mean, I mean he's, he's a handsome man. Symmetrical. Oh, he's got giant arms. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he really does. Just all the pictures is just like, just arms. Uh, yeah. So he's got nice arms. I don't know this. I don't, I don't know this guy, but he yeah. is from Arkansas. So 
maybe it mm. is him. I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. Oh, he's tall. Um, <laughs> okay, Kristen. Google gives me all this information, okay? I, that okay, I don't but need. how tall are we talking? 6'2". Oh, okay. That is pretty decently tall. Yeah. Um, yeah, so these uh, lyrics, there's nothing super standouty to me. Yeah, um, but it's yeah, it's just very cute. It is cute, and it reminds me of the same feeling of having a crush on a musician. Like, I mean, who hasn't experienced that? Right. She does capture it so well. Okay. Well, on the subject of celebrity crushes, who was your first celebrity crush? Do you think first, first or most? Oh boy, prominent. I don't know. Well, it all started when. <laughs> um, well, okay. Musician or actor? <laughs> uh, or, either one. Okay, so first and continues to this day celebrity crush is young Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, true. I mean, like, I just remember seeing, like, Titanic or whatever when I was a kid and I was, like, in love and I'm yeah. still in love. The fish tank from scene Romeo in and Juliet. Romeo plus Juliet. He is at his peak in that movie. I mean, that is, yeah. Yeah. Um. My most memorable, like, I don't think he was my first celebrity crush because I was, I was 14 at this time. So I definitely had other ones. Yeah. But the one that I remember being very obsessed with, and it just comes full circle in here. Oh, no. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say Chad Michael Murray. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. That was probably my first, like, most, um, like, crazy one. But for some reason, um, when I was in high school, we watched The Day After Tomorrow in science class. Yeah. And, like. I was like, is is this guy, is he like hot? Yes. I yeah. like questioned it for a second. And then um, then I wanted to watch like all of his movies. And I don't remember what other ones I watched, but not very many. He's I'm got sure. some good ones, but yeah. But he's, hmm. yeah. Well, and also he was like 25 in that movie or maybe older playing a 17 year old. Uh, that's pretty typical. So like, <laughs> right. It happens all the time, but like. It gives you unrealistic expectations for what a, t- a teenage boy is supposed that's to look true. like. So my standards were were very high. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's why I didn't I didn't really like any guys in high school, like one or two. But they just weren't hot. They, they just, weren't Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal I mean, hot, you know? They're Who all could be? awkward and yeah, no. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, also, do oh, you remember? So off topic. I know. And I'm. this is still off topic, but it is related to the song. Do you remember Kyle from The Astronomers? Of course. Okay. Who could forget? Is he still in that band? Is that band even still around? I don't know, but he's in a different band. He like quit a while ago. Oh, he started right. his own band or something. So, Yeah, this song. Oh, It's definitely about Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely about Kyle. Middle name Kyle. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to go anymore on that. <laughs> okay. So, so did you have a favorite line? Yes, favorite lyric. Um, yeah, my favorite was, and I knew from the first note played, I'd be breaking all my rules to see you. Oh, I love that starstruck feeling. Okay. So what's your favorite line? Um, my favorite line was, you'll never see you. Okay. That does phrasing's a little weird, but you'll never see you sing me to sleep every night from the radio. Oh, okay. See, okay. I'm looking at the lyrics on genius and the comma is in a different spot than the way you said it. So weird of me out, but either way it works. I was trying to figure out. I didn't put the comma when I jotted it down. Without the comma, and it's a weird line. It's a very strange. <laughs> the way she says it, though, makes sense. But the way that I just spoke it in my monotone, it's like didn't really. It's like, and you'll never see you sing me to sleep. You, 
Yeah. But that he'll is- never see you. So he's watching himself not. <laughs> Weird. But the sentiment is that he doesn't get to see that he sings she- her to sleep. Yes. I guess. Every night from the radio. Radio. Yeah. That's all I can picture in my <laughs> mind's eye of radio is. Yeah. Radio. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to need that sound clip. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Permanently. All right. So, okay. Yes, it's quite tropey. Oh, yeah. Um, but not like, there's not like huge, yeah, like glaring ones, but it is, you know, being invisible, obviously, unrequited love in the form of a celebrity crush, mm-hmm. pictures. Oh, I love the way she says photograph. <laughs> she says photograph. That, that delivery though. Can we get a sound by that too? But like for the rest of the podcast, just in a whole hour of her saying photograph. <laughs> Uh, can we anyway. do a look at this from Nickelback and then her photograph clipped together? <laughs> yes. Look at this photograph. I'm here for it. Um, being just a girl, specifically a wide-eyed girl, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of like naive, innocent. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, screaming his name, specifically other girls, mm-hmm. along with her. Uh, dreaming about him. Smiles that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Radio mm-hmm. eyes, and yeah, and that's it. There's probably more, but there is probably you know more. you get to a point where you start glossing over like the bigger ones because you're trying to pay attention to like any new ones that might be introduced. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know I missed some on the next two songs because Oof. there were just, well how I mean how much time copy do you have? paste lyrics. <laughs> Yeah. Here's a trope. Yeah, the this song is probably the least tropey out of all of them, but it's still pretty decently tropey. True. And the secret message is I'll never tell. So Um, you have to tell us. She'll never tell. Tell us. That's that's why we'll her fans will forever be debating about who this is about. Is it Jake Owen or is it Joe Nichols? Or is it who did we talk about at the beginning of the podcast that could be Oh Steven. Or is it Steven? Or someone else entirely you know every time that you look up like because i was just kind of searching google to see if i could find anything about it it's like could the song be about joe jonas it's like oh my gosh not every song on fearless is about every song is clearly about joe jonas (laughs) especially (laughs) because they dated like later while the album yeah i mean i guess this like she had to rush to get the song on there that's the most important thing guys you know the album was finished by the time they broke up. Yeah. And she could only sneak one song. So nice try, but sorry, internet. Sorry, internet. What's your rating? Um, I rated this one a little bit higher because it's so cute and relatable. I gave it a six out of 10. I gave it a four. <laughs> like, I don't hate this song by any means. It's just not, I didn't heart it yeah. on Spotify. If it's, if it's above it, a five, you heart it. But if it's a below a five, you don't. Usually. Okay. <laughs> That's a good scale. Yeah. So as far as the Swifty scale goes, it's decently Swifty. Yeah. Is it like, but not, you know, I don't know. Is it like a six or not that high, you think? I put a six. Six, yeah. It's fair. Six photographs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six or s- radios that he doesn't get to watch her listen to. <laughs> yeah. 
six uh misty mornings Ooh, i did like the misty morning i did too it's kind of different like yeah i don't think she's ever mentioned a misty morning mentioned a misty morning i'm like i'm gonna just start saying that all the time yeah when i was Good misty morning <laughs> yeah when i was looking at the lyrics after i mean you always catch all the tropes usually but i was like kind of just like looking and i was like is this a trope mm-hmm. like it should be a trope but it's not it's kind of different yeah her. I mean, maybe the weather in general, I guess, is a a trope. That's true. But I don't know. I mean, just a misty morning in general. It's so simple, but it does paint a picture. Mm -hmm. Because you could just see that. I did like that misty morning. Mm -hmm. She's waking up. The window is still open from her last song. The radio is still on. Oh, especially like a small town. Because I think she says something about a small town in this. Well, she says, when my world wakes up today, you'll be in another town. Oh. I'm going to imagine that she's in a small town and... (sighs) Yeah, I don't think and had gone to the big city to see the show. Yeah, I like story that. of our lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't think the song would be about Jake Owen then because she wouldn't be touring with him. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just taking this way too literally, but right. I still think it's the Joe Nichols guy. That's my, that's my vote, but who knows? She'll never tell. Yeah, those arms. If she had put like those arms as the secret <laughs> message, we would know for sure. <laughs> Uh, okay let's take a break uh, yeah let's take a break before it gets too silly <laughs> side point we already know that taylor loves her joes so okay right oh this song is about joe but current joe somehow she knew somehow that invisible string all right we're back <laughs> from the other side of the door from the other side of the door and now we're back on the other side of the door talking about the other side of the door so how do you feel about this song i really like this song i do too yeah i wasn't expecting it just because i don't know the title is like off-putting i don't it's so i don't know i wish I don't know what other title it should have, but I just feel like it's just a lot of words. I don't like long song titles. Yeah, it is a lot of and words. So I'm like, okay, what is this about? But then I ended up really liking it. So yeah, jokes on me. It's very country. It is pretty country, but I mean, not that that's a bad thing, right? So I guess yeah. Some background. I did get a Taylor quote on this. Oh, nice. Allegedly. I mean, who knows? But (laughs) she just said, it talks about when you're in a fight with someone you're in a relationship with and you're like, leave me alone. Don't ever talk to me. I hate you. But what you really mean is, please go buy me flowers and beg that I forgive you and stand at the door and don't leave for three days. Uh It's it's like all about the dramatics of the relationship when you're like, I hate you so much. I don't ever want to talk to you again, if you mean the opposite. So, So, I mean, basically hoping... That he's going to read your mind. I I mean, what woman hasn't experienced this? That's true. I mean, I know I have. (laughs) Especially, (laughs) like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. You can't see my face, but I'm making a face that shows I'm very much not fine, but I'm not going to get into it right now. Yeah, I mean, like, hello, you you should just know me well enough to know that I'm not fine and try to fix it or figure out what it is. Right. (laughs) Okay, I realize this is a very immature take on relationships, guys. So immature, but it just it just really be like that. Sometimes it do be like that. It sometimes do. And it's it's okay in small doses. Yeah. Obviously, don't um you know, send your significant other away, like yell at them yeah, and no. then hope that they are gonna come back. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this is all like but, oh well. pride. Taylor's 
pride preventing stupid pride would you say i would say stupid pride (laughs) so would she um because she does (laughs) she does she literally does yeah the ranting outro dude i love the outro my life yes it's so good it is so good it just keeps going yeah i love that part yeah, I think I didn't even pick a favorite lyric because I just it was just the, the entire whole outro. outro. Yeah, not to jump ahead, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really I really did like that. That's definitely my favorite part of the song. Yeah, cuz there's no real specific like um lines that really are like, "Ooh, yeah." How all these songs kind of are, there's nothing that really jumps out, but the no one does a ranting bridge or outro like Taylor. True. Yeah, this is like this is like what a bridge one of her bridges would be today. Yeah, when I I was making notes, I wrote like that bridge, but then the song ended. I was like, "Oh, that was the outro." <laughs> that was, in fact, well, I mean, lyrically, it's a pretty good song. There's a ton of tropes. I mean, I didn't even I missed so many. I'm sure just because it's, <laughs> it's what so- do we just read all the lyrics? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because all of them, there's so many. So you really didn't have a favorite, though, other than the outro. You didn't have a specific line yeah, you picked I out. Yeah, I didn't pick a specific line. Yeah, I just wrote the whole outro. It's just the delivery, the, oh, the so picture good. it paints. Yeah. It's just everything Little to black me. dress. So Yeah, I think my – I did pick one. It was just the me and my stupid pride are sitting here alone. I like that. Oh, yeah. That is – That is good. That's good. It does paint a picture for sure. Yep. Should we just go into the tropes? Just, and we have to do at this it. point because there's nothing else to talk there's about else. but the tropes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, if you can hear me, rub my hands together. Yep. Uh, let's get into it. Roll my sleeves up. Um, we got the guy waiting in the rain and or throwing pebbles, mm-hmm. but you're just hoping that he does these things. Mm-hmm. So, that in and of itself, they're all, it's all a trope. Um, doors and windows again. I feel like we probably have missed that in past songs. Yes. Phone calls. Oh, both definitely. waiting for them. And, but you're not going to pick up even though you're going to wait for it. That's the ultimate passive aggression. <laughs> um, any kind of big fight seems like um, it being the last time, saying things you don't mean, saying I don't need you, but just kidding, I actually do. The oblivious boy, stupid pride, mm-hmm. crying. A dress, specifically a little black dress. Mm-hmm. Um, eyes, which are beautiful. Lies, which are white. <laughs> uh, looking at pictures. Uh, looking back at memories. Uh, hoping he reads your mind. Did I already say that? Wanting a guy to come after you even though you told him to leave. Just in general. Uh, so many. It's all. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think like one of... The only trope that's missing is like a specific time or day. Yeah, true. But other than that, like all the bases. Yeah, it doesn't even say like night even. Um, oh, slamming a door. Do you think that's a... Well, you said doors, windows. True. So. true, but what about a slammed one? Slamming door is like, that's a little extra bonus. Yeah. A uh, faded yeah, picture a of time. a beautiful night. Yeah, I should just say. Oh, night. So but it's not as specific, so we won't count that. I mean, I still... Yeah. I'll still count it. It's so it's so tropey. Yeah, every line. It may be more tropey than fearless. <laughs> so is it eleven? It's an eleven out of ten. 
Um, well, before we get into any of the ratings, the secret message is what I was really thinking when I slammed the door. Mm. So obviously, again, hey, it's pretty cut and dry. This is what you should have known. Right. Obviously. From my mean reaction. You should have known this is what I was thinking. I mean, come on. Yeah. Obviously. I said, <laughs> go away. Leave. Don't come back here. Hey, why aren't you coming back here? Yeah. Go. Why did you not go buy me flowers? <laughs> she probably, <laughs> she was blasting Leave, Get, Get out. out by JoJo. I just, <laughs> I just was thinking like. Boombox. Can we get a clip of just get out? Like, have you seen like the TikToks and stuff with just that sound clip from No? Leave, get out. Yeah. It's just the get out no. part. It's funny. <laughs> anyway, it's really funny when I Wait, explain is it. Is it get out? Is it leave in parentheses get out? Yeah. Or is it get out in parentheses leave? I think it's leave in parentheses get out. I think I you're think. right. Because she says leave first. What? Leave, get out. What happened to her? Right now. She's still making music. She left show business for <laughs> she a while, left, I guess. for real, and got she out. She left. She left, got out. Or she may have, I don't know. I feel like she came back like a couple of years ago. I mean, she was in RV, that movie with Robin Williams. That was a long time ago. What? Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, she, here's a fun fact. Ooh. She was originally considered for the role of Hannah Montana in the Disney Channel original Whoa. series, Hannah Montana. Whoa, I can't imagine anyone else playing Hannah Montana. Right? Okay, Not. To, let's not get sidetracked on Hannah Montana. Yeah, that could be another podcast. Yeah, please. Let's, <laughs> let's rate this song. Let's rate this bad boy. You go first. Okay. Have I gone first every time? Have you? Okay, I'll go first if you want me to. Okay. 5.5 out of 10. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Ooh. I don't know. I really, I I enjoyed it. And I did heart it on Spotify. You did. The the outro really, like, that is probably the best part. I kind of forgot how good that was until you just mentioned it again. But yeah. Yeah, because the rest of the song probably would be like a five for me. Mm -hmm. But the outro just like saved it. Like, and it's the whole, you know, the end of the song. So I have to listen to the whole song. That's to true. To the outro, yeah, for it to pay off, you know. How swifty is it? I mean, I gave it a nine point five, but that paragraph of tropes that I, I have written know. down is, could it could be a ten? I think it's a ten. It's a perfect ten. All right, I agree. Ten pe- pebbles thrown. <laughs> I feel like we've already had pebbles. Oh, that's true. Um, ten. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I don't know because there's too many. 10 slam doors? Yes. That's a good one. Um, I was going to say 10 little black dresses, but we've already done that, I think. So. Right. 10 yeah. conversations with the little white lies. <laughs> yes. I like that one. Because <laughs> the, oh gosh, that might be my favorite line in the, specifically in the outro, because it's just the way it flows. She's like, I know. and the little white lies. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> no one can write a rant like that. Um, just the outro deserved to be on the original album, but you know. Yeah, true. I feel like she should have replaced Change. <laughs> this would have been a great album closer. Any of the, yeah, any of these songs could have replaced Change, and I'd be fine. True. But yeah, ten slam doors from guys waiting in the rain after ten big fights. After you said ten things you didn't mean about my ten black dresses, looking at ten <laughs> pictures. Perfection. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's talk about today was a fairy tale. That was courtesy of our producer, Evan. (laughs) Thank you, Evan. So just a little shout out. Um, We'll be hearing from you shortly. (laughs) Yes. So today was a fairy tale. Yes. 
Was it? It was. Today was a fairy tale. You were the prince. It was released. I guess I just realized this wasn't on the original Platinum Edition, but Correct. it was just released um, on January 2010 as a single for the film Valentine's Day, which she acted in. Um, yes. And she actually wrote this track in the summer of 2008. Just she wrote it herself and stored it away for a while. And then she said, when this movie opportunity came about, I reached in, back into my pocket and thought, I think this is the perfect. I think this is perfect for the soundtrack. I hope it's perfect for the soundtrack. It kind of was. It, it was. played over the end credits. I never have. Se- I still haven't seen the movie. So oh, you should have watched I it in know, between. I forgot because I feel like we talked about it last episode. Because jump and jump and fall. But yeah, I mean it's. It's not a good movie, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I Um, I will watch it. All I can really remember about it that stands out in my mind, I feel like at the beginning of the movie, Taylor gets onto, or whatever her character's name is, like gets onto an elevator and she's got this giant teddy bear. (laughs) Okay. That's random. (laughs) That her boyfriend, who was played by Taylor Lautner. Taylor and Taylor. Yeah. Gave to her. As a fun fact, this was her first number one song in Canada. Her first number one? Yeah. That's what it Wild. said on Wikipedia. <laughs> Did they miss out on um, You Belong With Me? Because like, come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Wow. But that's what I yeah, found. I remember this song being everywhere, though, when it came out. So it was like it was on the radio and hit. stuff, obviously. I, I, I think so. I feel like I remember hearing it on the radio. I don't remember this one as much for some reason. But what do I it's know? It's weird that there's no music video. That there's I none? thought for sure there would be one. Yeah, at least like something from the movie. Yeah, that's but, what I thought. Yeah. But oh well. Well, um, the li- lyrically, this is. I mean, there's not. A, it's very repetitive, but yeah, it's so so swifty. Yeah, and because even though it is like there's, it's pretty cliche as far as you know describing love or whatever. Yeah, but there is there's all these little details that make it. Um, you know, very swifty. Yeah. Uh, as far as, you know, her, the voice that she writes from, it was written by her, you know, that you can clearly see. It's in the the fabric of the song. It is. It really is. The dark gray t-shirt. Love the dark gray t-shirt. Did you have a favorite well, line? You just spoiled it. <laughs> oh, was it the dark gray t-shirt? <laughs> it was the I wore a dress, you wore, wore dark gray t-shirt because it's so like mundane like yeah our great t-shirt but i love yeah, it. it is it's so specific she remembers all those details from that first date or whatever this is yeah and not even just a gray t-shirt dark gray dark gray specifically. It, fits. it really does it yeah. fits so well because the way it dark gray t-shirt yes also this song is just so country pop it hurts as a side note yeah it's so country pop i love it so though. yeah <laughs> it is um like that era of country pop specifically yeah. before it got like super butchered by like little big town and stuff not to Ooh. roast little big town but that was a roast <laughs> sorry so what was your favorite line i did not pick a favorite line i picked a least favorite line Ooh. because it bugs me so much okay i want to know what it is because i thought about picking a least favorite for this too <sighs> in the bridge oh, okay no i can feel my heart it's beating in my chest hmm yes that is strange like it's just i feel like she could have worded it in a way that wasn't so like, I feel like even just saying I can feel my heart beating in my chest would be, but the it's for some reason really like ruins it. 
<laughs> doesn't ruin it, but it's just like it's so strange. It's kind like, of like an awkward line. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't I, I don't I don't like that line. There's a line that I can't tell if I like or dislike when she says You've got a smile. It takes me to another planet in the way she says it. <laughs> another planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't tell if I just love it because it's cute or if I'm like, I don't like this. But. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it's something, though. It is something. Uh, but I do. Like, yeah, this song is cute. It's, it is, it's great. It's cute. It is, it is. Even the music is like magic. Mm-hmm. That kind of, you can like see it. You don't even need a music video because you can see it in your mind's eye. Like, yeah, there's so many just details. Like sparkles everywhere and like, I don't know. Yeah. Should we talk about the tropes? Uh, do we just read off every line? Just read the just whole like, song. Um, the I mean, yeah. The, a fa- literally, she says fairy tale. Yeah, I mean, might as well have said once upon a time. I believe it was a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, we already had that. Yes. So it's a fairy tale. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Um, dress, yep. t-shirt, time slowing down, specific time. I almost missed that one. Yeah. She does say. She says, you picked me up at six or something. Yep. Finding romance in the mundane, like you said. A dark gray t-shirt. Literally the most boring item of clothing. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's probably something more boring. White Actually, is, like, white like is dark gray. So. More boring. I don't know. Yeah, or even light gray, I feel like it's more boring than white somehow. Yeah, true, true. If it was a light gray t-shirt, man, I would have fallen asleep. Um, <laughs> smiles, everything being perfect, nothing making or nothing made sense till I met you. Um, love taking you to new planes of existence, specifically other planets. Mm-hmm. Love changing everything, magic, kisses, the guy standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a trope? I feel like uh, I feel like she's mentioned guys standing there. Maybe a lot fell in love when i saw you sitting there yeah love at first sight mm, is love yeah. at first sight a trope maybe not necessarily a swifty not yeah not specifically to Swift, it's a trope in to general a Swift, but yeah it's just this guy i just imagine him standing there with his like baggy jeans and dark gray t-shirt <laughs> all i picture is taylor lautner true he's standing there menacingly as is a he werewolf menacing right <laughs> or whatever is that what he was in that one movie i don't know oh probably there's no secret message. Right, because it wasn't on the album. So we can still rate it, but we're just not going to factor this rating into the album as a whole because it was never released on Fearless or Fearless Platinum Edition. Okay, yeah. Um, Do you yeah. think? Yeah, that's fair. And I, I think I rated this 6 out of 10. I also rated it 6 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, it's super cute and catchy, but it has been done several times. Yeah, I don't hate it by any means. No, yeah. definitely. And it's... Yeah, I, I've always kind of liked this song even before this, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best um, part about that movie, probably. Pro- yeah. Not that Basically, I, the no. end credits. Um, <laughs> on the Swifty scale, I gave it a 9.5. Okay. Is this but less do you sw- think it could be a 10? I mean, I mean it's pretty I was just Swifty. being conservative. But I think it's a 10. I think it, you're probably right. And it's equally Swifty as the other one, other side of the door, so. Yeah. Yeah. And it's as probably as Swifty as Fearless as well. I mean, yeah, I feel like she was trying to be Swifty on purpose. Yeah, true. Ten dark gray t-shirts, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Ten and dark gray t-shirts stand in there. <laughs> Just the shirt. Oh, wait. I did have a kind of fun fact about this song. Ooh, please It's not share. really about this song specifically, but um, so at the Grammy Awards, the 52nd Grammy Awards, she performed this song. Um, and she then invited Stevie Nicks to come out and sing with her. And they sang Rhiannon together. 
Um, oh, okay. And uh, t- Taylor maybe couldn't really, I don't know if she couldn't hear herself. She was a, quite off key. Oh, no. Um, she sounded, she was doing harmonies during Rhiannon. She didn't sound like, she wasn't like great, but she didn't sound as bad as people made it out to be as far as Rhiannon. Um, but then they did this weird um, like mashup with You Belong With Me. And it was like a, a, a the, they changed the tempo and it was real weird. And Stevie Nicks was singing with her and she sounded great. Um, but Taylor was so off key. Oh no. And it was really, uh, it's kind of hard to watch. Um, I'll I need have to, to send you the it. video later. If you, if you search on YouTube, Taylor Swift, Stevie Nicks, it will be the first thing that comes up. Sorry. The title has an expletive in it. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, but she received so much backlash what for this performance. This? Um, oh, 2010. Okay. It, it just, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had so, to look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Scott Borchetta, bleep that, um, <laughs> defended her, of course. Um, and then it actually inspired, all the backlash she received inspired her song on Speak Now entitled Mean. Oh. And two years later, she performed Mean on the Grammys. That's funny. It sounded much better. But yeah, that that was a fun ish that, that is a fun fact i guess maybe yeah. we'll touch on that again when we get to mean but yeah oh boy this is the moment we've all been waiting for so we have been having our producer evan average out our scores and we're gonna get a rating for the whole album does this make sense this makes sense but before we get our average scores i think we should say what we would rate the album yes all right I'll go first, I guess. Yes. Just because I feel like I haven't been going first. So now I'm <laughs> self-conscious about it. No. All right. I give it a 7.7. 7. <laughs> now that you said I could, because I was kind of torn between a 7.5 and an 8. Me too. So, okay. Well, that's, I was literally about to change my 5 to an 8. So I was going to say 7.8, but then oh. I was like, well, maybe 7.7. 7, and then you said 7.7. 7, so. Oh man, this is awkward. <laughs> Well, and I'm trying to be like this. I mean, I think we discussed in the first episode just our favorite albums and this song. I mean, this album is definitely the most nostalgic to me. It was my first mm-hmm. Taylor album. So, I mean. So, I mean, it's a combination of nost- I don't think yeah. you, you don't need to like discredit your nostalgia because that's definitely a factor in your taste. But I mean, it's also just a really solid album. Like I it found is. myself just listening to it, not for the podcast. Like, yeah, even though I don't even listen to this kind of style of music much anymore i'm like these are solid songs and i can overlook the generic country pop just to listen to some bops you know yeah and um before we actually like get our averages i have to say that this album is definitely more than the sum of its parts like like you said the album as a whole is so much better than you know if you dissect the songs right so yes but so are we ready to hear our averages yeah let's hear it Please welcome Evan to the podcast. Evan, let's hear it. He does all the work in this. <laughs> whoa, 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 guys, guys. Let's, let's, let's tone it down a notch, guys. Let's calm down. Man, fans are rabbit. Evan really does the most work out of all of us. Yeah. FYI. All we do is sit here for two hours and he edits everything and listens to us talk incessantly yeah. about Gilmore Girls. Yeah which you guys do all the time and out of the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, were you guys going to give it 
like a, a final Swifty score as well? I mean, I, I'd be kind of fun to guess. Yeah, go oh, ahead and just yeah, guess. Yeah, we can guess. Okay. Average. I'm so bad. guessing our average, I would say, I mean, this album is really Swifty. I would guess like <laughs> seven. It's probably your I, average. Yeah, I would guess. I mean, seven's always going to be the average, you know? Yeah, I know. I think a seven, 7.58. Did we do points? Oh, yeah, we did do points. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. Like, if you were to just ask me off the street, like, how Swifty is Fearless? I'd be like, oh, like, like a nine. Right. But <laughs> when you break it down, it is probably lower. So, yeah. I just love the visual of you being on the street and someone's like, quick, how <laughs> well, Swifty yeah. is Fearless? <laughs> <laughs> like Billy Eichner or like... um I was just thinking Billy on the street when mm-hmm. he just approaches people and asks very random weird just questions. Like screams at you like, I'll give you a dollar if you tell me how Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right. Who wants to go first? For our average? Yeah. You pick. We'll go with Jess because she's the first name on the list. <laughs> okay. What do you think it was, Jess? My my actual average? Yeah. Um, probably lower. Probably like a six. It's close. Yeah, your average was a 6.3. Oh, wow. Ooh, wow, I'm so mean. Well, I love this album more than that. But <laughs> I, I think that's the thing, though, is like when you guys were rating songs, it's almost like five was the average. Like yeah. if a song was just completely straight down the middle, Yeah, it was a five. It had like a little bit of more like redeeming or something that connected with you. You go like six, 6.5 and so on. True. But, you know, most people, when they rate things, they think like anything under a seven is trash tier. Which shouldn't right. be the case. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's not the case. No, yeah. definitely not. Because there's plenty of be. songs I rated, you know, five-ish that I still like and listen to. Yeah. They just don't have anything that makes it super sparkly. Yeah. You know, but it's all good. Okay. Yeah, 6.3. Not bad. Not bad at all. Kristen, huh. who is a little bit more critical. I mean, <laughs> why you gotta be liar, so mean. and pathetic, <laughs> <laughs> and yours, alone in life and mean? Yours was a six point one. Oh, that's not little, terrible. No, nah, just a little lower. You're only but it t- is. I mean, it, when you get down to the nitty gritty and you rate songs individually, it's just going to be different. Especially yeah. because there was there a song I rated like a two or three. <laughs> you gave change a three, so that one I think yeah. that one brought it down a. A little bit. Yeah, that will really, even if I rated a couple of them like nines, <laughs> the, the three is always going to. I mean, what's what's the highest rating we actually gave? You gave an 8.5 on White Horse, Jess. Oh, yeah, that is one of my faves. Mm. And I think the highest Kristen gave was an eight. Okay. Did yeah. I give it to uh, Forever and Always? You gave an eight to Forever and Always. You gave an eight to White Horse. And mm. you gave an eight to Fearless. Oh. You gave three. I feel like nice. looking back, I should have given White Horse a nine, but oh well. It's all good. We'll go Can't overthink it, it too much. So I know people the... are really caring about our ratings and really there just is using a whole that. Twitter we... dedicated to just the ratings. <laughs> you said re-record and it just triggered me, and so now we're making a Swifties Anonymous Swifties Anonymous version, <laughs> <laughs> so that we can. I'm gonna and I'll do the editing. So that we can get it all back from Evan so he doesn't have to do all this work. I was about yeah. to say, I will literally kill myself. So. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Just okay. <laughs> Please. Uh, so, okay. So what's our well, Swifty average? Yeah, so I'm excited for this one. Um, You guys are close. 6.75. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess those songs that weren't very Swifty brought it down a lot, but there weren't very many. Yeah, I'm curious to see how the next albums are going to go. Yeah, it looks but. like Untouchable did 
did some hurting on that score. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. Untouchable should it's not just count. Like not fair. I know yeah. it shouldn't count. It really Can shouldn't. you do an average without Untouchable yeah, and see? Hold on one second. Try that. Let's because I think that, that should be our official score. And that's a solid seven. Oh, okay. Which is oh, what you guys oh, said oh. it would be. Yeah. Oh. That's just the way averages work. <laughs> so, so after like doing a deep dive, did you have you still have a favorite song? I mean. Obviously, I, yeah. I mean, White Horse is still my favorite. With yeah, with like fifteen and the best day also up there, probably. Mm-hmm. So, and forever and always. I mean, yeah. Uh, my favorite is still Forever and Always. Also, I think. Yeah, yeah. I also I'm the same with White Horse. I really love that one too. Did you have a song that? Oh, you know what? Fearless. Also, this fearless. That is song so just good. makes me happy. It does. Yeah, that's definitely like in a good mood, playing, blasting in your car with the windows down, a yes. sunny day. Good vibes only. Um, did you have a favorite song that was like kind of an underdog that you weren't expecting to like that you ended up liking more after um, doing a deep dive? All of the bonus tracks. Or yeah. Like the platinum. Not, I, mean, I guess, I mean, not Untouchable. I did like Untouchable, but mm-hmm. um, honestly, like Come In With The Rain and Superstar, like those were really good. Yeah. All of them, though. I liked, I didn't really know. What about you? Um. You're not sorry. Snuck up on me. I had a feeling you would say that one. Yeah, I just, I really, I really like it. And also, um, jump and fall. Yeah, that is a really cute. One. Another really happy windows down. That yeah, I wasn't expected to be like blown away, but I was like, wow. Because once you start dissecting songs, you can really find things to not like. That's true. Um, especially like deep cuts on like pop albums that you know pop albums are typically made just for singles which has never been the case with taylor yeah and it's certainly not the case with this album um you know you can dissect any of these songs and find holes and hate it but not so with these and i feel like we probably came across more critical than we really are like i mean i would listen to this album and blast every single song i'd love it yeah (laughs) i think i would i wouldn't skip any except for probably change oh yeah except for change yeah i would skip change sorry Sorry, yeah. Change fans. <laughs> <laughs> if your favorite song is change, if Please. your favorite Taylor song is change, honestly, write in and change our minds. Please change our minds using only the lyrics of change. Yes. And only if it's your favorite, like above all other Taylor song. Like, I don't that, That's what I like. If, it it, if you exist. like the song, that's great. Happy for you. <laughs> but if it's your favorite, <laughs> that's what. That's what I want to know. How? Yeah, please. Or um, just write us an email to say hi. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, or just say just, hi. Yeah, yeah, please write us an email. Don't you don't even have to criticize us or, or yell at us or anything. Yeah, you could tell um, us what you like about the show. You just yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So wow, we finished Fearless. We did it. We finished a whole album. I'm so proud. Yeah, we didn't weasel our way out of it like we did with the. Well, <laughs> well now we have album. to go back. So, I, do you have anything else to add? I have nothing else to add. About this. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but Swifties out. No, I'm just <laughs> um, f- before we Swifties out, oh, okay. I just want to thank our producer Evan for <laughs> always putting up with us, putting up with us, and being here, sitting and listening to us, and fact checking us at times. He sends little messages in a, a little chat box when we say something dumb, and he googles it for us. Yes, thank you, Evan. It's very helpful, um, and the hours of editing that he spends. So thank you. Yeah, seriously, thank you, Evan. Oh, and he composed our theme song. Let's not forget. Oh, true. And so outro he's the song. backbone of this. Yeah, the, the the outro, all the music all the in songs. this, except for any song that's Taylor's. I wrote all those too. 
Uh, don't say that. We're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> and we're going to get removed. <laughs> Turns out Evan is actually Mr. Nashville. Oh, I wish. Secretly. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, wow. And don't All worry. Right. You, you'll be hearing a lot more from me when it becomes reputation time. Oh, yeah. We, he'll be our guest every week. <laughs> I will foist myself upon this podcast. <laughs> a 10. Every song. 10 out of 10. Next song. 10 out of 10. Next song. 10 out of 10. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, well, do we, are we wrapping up? Yeah, let's do it. Wrapping this bad boy up. Thank you for listening. Swifties out. Wait, this feels weird for me saying it. You have to say it. Okay, hold on. Swifties out. (laughs) 